Welcome to the family with Hackmaster Rob Tiribasham, MD. Alex Brampernard Rasmussen. Co host Catherine Brandt. <laughs> and Andy Brampernard. Catherine's laughing because Alex, losing her mind, showed Jude a bag of popcorn yeah. and he's having a fit. I didn't yeah. show it to him. He saw it. It's not like I was like, oh, the popcorn. Yeah, he he can sense one a block away. It's true. This dog so loves his popcorn. I bought it in desperation at Target because I was like, I need some food. We'll be right back. Chris and Bird join us right after this. Walls Auto Motor Group, Walls.com, and Doug Sprinthal. Nissan news. This is exciting, and I'm glad Andy's here. We just got our first shipments at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan of the all-new 2021 Nissan Rogue. Dude, you need to trade. This is a brand-new vehicle. It's got bird's-eye parking. So when you're backing up, you hit the screen, and it's like a spy satellite above oh. the vehicle. It is, And it's got ProPilot. It is cool. Trade your car in. Well, Melissa said she did like this one better than the last one, so maybe she'll like the next one better than this one. All right. Be like Andy and Melissa and check out the Nissan Rogue. It's been a dream of mine to be like Andy ever since he was born. <laughs> so, yeah, check out these vehicles at Walzer Nissan in Burnsville and in Coon Rapids, House of J-Lo and the House of Dan Resch. Tell them Andy sent you. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if i'm hanging out with you uh, maybe <laughs> uh, okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant do 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 so yeah, I was just gonna say I, I don't really care for people in the entertainment industry in Los Angeles, but you know, <laughs> damn it! I didn't know you were on. <laughs> was that out loud? No, I just heard you in the background. Is Christian ready? You had no idea I was here. Damn it! You weren't supposed to hear that part of it. Too <laughs> bad. <laughs> so what's happening, sister? You know, just staying safe, staying away from all COVID things. All COVID, all things COVID. All things COVID. Boy, it's going to be pretty interesting in your state. There, they're trying to impeach Gavin Newsom. They're trying to get rid of him. Really? Yeah. Oh, really? You know, it's funny that particular um, the recall for Gavin Newsom. It's been around for a while. Yeah. However, but just by him going through French Laundry. That thing took steam oh, right after yeah. that. I think that was like the nail in the coffin. People were just completely fed up. And I will say that this recall is definitely a nonpartisan effort for sure. Because That's I'm hearing heard. Democrats and Republicans wow. saying that they are fed up with Newsom. Well, these guys are like... Uh, it makes know. me happy that people are actually... All Fighting back. Well, they're all they're all fed up. People are they coming are. together for the hatred of one man. Well, no, pointing out that when you're that blatantly 
that big of a hypocrite, it's got to kick you in the ass sometime, right? You would think. uh, One thing, Kristen, let me ask your opinion on this. When do you think America will wake up and stop electing really, really rich kids to public office? Never. I mean, I wish people would wake up and and understand that because they don't walk the same path that a lot of Americans are walking right now. And and, and they... All of these politicians have had a steady income throughout this pandemic with continuous health insurance. And if you talk to a lot of people, let's just say the entertainment industry, because that's, you know, the majority of who works here in Los Angeles. Most people have not had a steady income this year. And those who have, including myself, have seen income drop just because of the nature of what has happened. Um, But, of course, I'm incredibly grateful that we have a roof over our heads. We can pay our bills. We've worked through all of this. But it's just, it's a very different year. And if they don't understand that, and then they're never going to understand that $600 is like a grocery bill for a family of four in a week or two, especially living in Los Angeles or San Francisco oh, or God, Chicago yeah. or, oh, or New yeah. York. Yeah, but I, but I think the French Laundry carries another uh, level of uh, uh, privilege. snobbery, privilege, whatever you want to call it, because it is just recognized as it's one of the top restaurants in the world. Uh, in some people's opinion, uh, so yeah, so it's easy when he said he was there well, of all places. Yeah, you know, it'd be one thing he went to McDonald's, but French right. Laundry. Jeez, it was a party. He originally said it was a party of twelve. It was a party of twenty-two. Yep. it was not oh outside. It was indoors. And indoor yep. dining has been for we haven't had indoor dining since we came back um, here, and the bar tab alone was fifteen thousand dollars. What? The bar, the bar Jesus. How do you 15 even grand. get that with 20 you people? You buy the most expensive wines yeah, you, you can buy find. You buy $1,000 bottle of wines. You yeah, have $500 bottle of aged whiskey. Yeah. Right. And, and, French Laundry is up in wine country on top of it. So yeah, right, you have yeah, access right. to everything. It's in Helena, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's in yeah. Yonville. Yonville, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's in Yonville. Yeah, 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 that's right. Okay. But in addition to that, they were comped a lot of stuff. Yeah, they were like twenty-two thousand dollars worth. They were comped a bunch wow. of stuff. So, so really, that meal was way more than six hundred dollars a price. It probably was oh, closer. Which to, is also you know, illegal. You can't gift people in a governor that kind of I wouldn't money. Think so that I, value. I, I, we, we, you can't. You can't. <laughs> no. Oh no. darn! We didn't know. We won't do it again. Oh, it they're gonna income. say, "Oh, we he only ate about three hundred dollars worth of food." Yeah. Doesn't yes. matter. They're not allowed to take payola. No, they're not taking payola. They were giving it to other people. Yeah. It's payola. Is my friend allowed to take money and then give it to me? Transit is payola. Also, also remember that Newsom has a winery up in the area. So yeah. Say it was yep. it was as a friend to friend thing mm. because he's in the industry. Oh. Uh, and, and There's a much, lot of conflict of interest there. And yes. how much wine did the French Laundry buy from that wine? Don't oh. don't it just the layer upon layer of graft. No, I don't. So You're Kristen, giving him his own wine back as a kickback. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Kristen, do you think he will he will be removed? You know, they're more than halfway there. I think it's possible because we did yeah. have the recall of Governor Gray Davis, and that is right. how Arnold Schwarzenegger came to power. Mm. We do have a history of it here in Los, in California, so I think it's totally possible. Now, I was too young to really pay a whole lot of attention to that. Was he a good governor? Schwarzenegger. Ooh. Schwarzenegger. He, he did two terms. Um, I would say he was a, you know, I, I think everyone in California is like a, an okay governor um, until they're not. Do you <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> like they do really well their first term, although Newsom's in his first term right now. But normally they do well their first term and then they just completely blow it the second term or at the end of their first term. 
Well, getting back to why do they keep on electing these rich people, it's, it's like because they're the ones that have the money to yep, become exactly right. a politician. And that's what we, yeah. have to, we have to have spending limits or something or some new way of campaigning where it isn't just all about donors, money, well, paybacks, payola, all of this stuff is insane. It, it has is. now gotten like, it's so over the mountaintop now. <laughs> It it's is, got the yeah. avalanche has got to come down. It just has to. Yeah, I understand that completely. I mean, you have, they have the same problem in New York. They want to get rid of De Blasio. They want to get rid of Cuomo. CNN should get rid of Chris loved Cuomo. Cuomo. But I think the, the problem is, is how did you handle the pandemic? And yeah, I think that yep. is going to be the judge for the next election. So let's say Newsom rides through this this possible recall. Um, in that next election, that is going to be a big topic of conversation. And I, I truly believe, had even Trump had a had a better strategy through this pandemic, he would have easily won this election, and we wouldn't be talking about President Biden. But he I did really what he said he was going to do, Kristen. He did what he said he was going to do. He got the vaccine when everybody said he could never do it. He got it done. Correct. However, we have to touch the other component of the um, of the pandemic. And that is the economic part where so many people are suffering. And he, you know, I don't feel like he really got to Congress and said, hey, you got to figure something out. He did not. He kind of gave up on that point. And also the mask, no mask, holding big rallies. Right. It was, right. Very, it was a very confusing message when yeah, the state was doing that. its own thing. And I think had he had a, just a blanket message of what he was doing, he would have easily won this election. I really do believe that. I wouldn't doubt that at all. And he would have been a hero, honestly. He would have yep. been a hero, like riding it through, and then look, here is the vaccine. I brought it to you in record time. How about if we cut a deal, I'll find a Republican, you can be the Democrat, and if they agree to get rid of Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham, will you get rid of Schumer and Pelosi? It's a deal. I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that took a long time. <laughs> I, I'm not I, I'm not either party. However, I am frustrated with all four of them. I know. So Me let's too. Let's do it. Let's do it. And they're just disgusting people. They really are. Disgusting. What's the first... Did you hear Chuck Schumer when they passed the bill? Did you hear what he said? No. All right, it's time to move on to the next one. You know, it's never enough with him. He's, he's we got to go right on and well, do the this next. You had nine months bill. to work on this. He had nine months, and now let's get after and it. And this <laughs> is the biggest piece of horse shit that anybody's ever signed. Well, American co- doesn't this. even get most of the money. No. Nope. Most of it's you going know The taxpayers get about, what, 20% of it? Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Like 20%. 20% yeah. goes it's back disgusting. to the people that paid for all of this. Yep. <clears throat> Thank you. Yeah, because they had every single bill yep. in Congress with all of these unnecessary things, I mean, it, it's insane to think about and then to look at food lines and look at all of the empty storefronts. I mean, I see them here in Los Angeles, commercial real estate, it, it's already headed for a downfall, but I don't think we've seen the worst of it yet. No, commercial real estate is going to be yeah, worthless. downtown Minneapolis oh, is God. the same oh, way. God. It's a ghost town. It's an absolute ghost town. Oh, yeah. It's, gonna be it's not going to be a, a whole lot longer until you got, yeah. Downtown Minneapolis brought to you by the Coca-Cola Corporation. Well, I got to negotiate our lease down a little bit. <laughs> I bet you did. <laughs> yeah. Yes, do that. That's so really that nice, but honey. The Hollywood Reporter yesterday had a great article just talking about Hollywood Boulevard, which draws 
tourists from all over the world. Of course, tourism is down because of the pandemic. But 75% of the storefronts are boarded up right now. Wow. And that area That's always has needed. I mean, it's had a resurgence and then it falls into disrepair yeah. again. Yeah. And then, but this is not the direction that Hollywood Boulevard needs to go in at all. Mm-hmm. Because we also have a homeless issue that is a, a humanity. It's a crisis to humanity, honestly. Oh, it looks like Calcutta in some areas down in mm-hmm. LA. It's just awful. Tragic. Just well, well, awful. Why, well, why do you continue to to tolerate it? I, that, that, because it really is a tolerance issue. People tolerate having that around. You know that should be moved. That those people should. You know, it's it's trivial for them to have their tents not on Venice Beach, but to have them out by Twenty Nine Palms. That's where they, if they want to be homeless, you can be homeless. We're going to give you an area where you can be I homeless. Agree. They should, they should provide, zone a homeless we're, we're area. We're going to provide areas for you so you can be safe. We're going to take care of you. But no one does that. No one wants to do that. No one wants to, inf- you know, you know, and that they can still move around and travel. But where you live in this area, yep. you don't live on in the prime real estate Wherever in the world. Like, yeah, right. I agree with that. That, that would make sense, though. So everybody gets what they need. The homeless get a place to stay, yeah. and they're not destroying business. That's right. Give them three squares out there, yep. all the water they want, free tent, boom. But you better be a drug addict, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> so why aren't you them. running for governor of California? Well, they've tried to do that. They tried to do. They've did done that in I think Utah, of all places. Ultra conservative Utah. They they pretty they're starting to house these homeless people. Get them yeah. off the streets because because the healthcare costs, according to them, and according to the spreadsheet they looked at, the healthcare costs, the policing charges costs are saved by getting these people in sort in, in sort of in a controlled area where they can feel safe. I mean, there's pieces well, to and, it that are really important. People aren't going to use the parks and aren't going to go out to restaurants that are near these. No, they're not. I know. They're not going to do it. It's too it's dangerous. It's not going to happen. It's too dangerous. Well, and you don't want to constantly, you want to sit, try to sit outside and somebody pays to own a restaurant. They have some patio space. They have to pay. They have to get licensing for that. It's very expensive to get patio space. Oh God, yeah. In Minnesota, <clears throat> yeah, it is very expensive. Yep. And then people can't even sit outside because the panhandlers. It's so bad that yeah. they're just harassed constantly, and that just that's not the way it should be. I would agree with that. I want to talk to Kristen Bird about a little Hollywood stuff. Right after this with the family. Tom Bernard, and here with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Michael, these are tough times for a lot of businesses. I know that North American Banking Company has been working hard to help several different small and large business owners throughout the state. Tommy, our lenders are working with customers not only on recovery, but planning for the future. To date, we have helped over 365 businesses in the state by lending more than $70 million through the SBA's Paycheck Protection Program. I know these programs can be challenging for a lot of businesses to navigate. Right. With many revisions to the Paycheck Protection Plan and similar programs, keeping up with them hasn't been a two-foot putt for many business owners. At North American Banking Company, our team of expert lenders are working with our customers every day to help them understand and navigate these complex programs, simplifying them so our customers can focus on what they do best running their businesses. Simple. I like it. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. By now you've all heard me talk about MyPillow and how it's literally changed my life. My friend Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, fit me for my very own MyPillow, and I haven't stopped raving about them since. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape. 
made in the USA. If you don't have a MyPillow or know someone who doesn't, now is the time because for a limited time, Mike is offering his premium MyPillows, yes, the one that started it all, for his lowest price ever. You can get a queen-size premium MyPillow for $29.98, regularly $69.98. That's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more, by the way. Folks, now is the time to buy. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, but they are the best Christmas gifts ever. $29.98 for a queen-size premium MyPillow. Buy now, and Mike will extend his 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Square and use promo code TOM. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. Oh, we have to ask Kristen something. uh, Well, let me just point out one thing to Kristen before you ask her. Kristen, you're so lucky you weren't here during the break about what we were talking about. Yeah. you, you got to be so... You don't even know, but you should be happy you weren't here. Uh-oh. What did I miss? Catherine was talking about uh, rubbing tugs. That's, that was really great. <laughs> Just wonderful. I was like, really? Well, they have. They live in West Palm Beach a lot of the year, and if you've never been to that area, it's it's interesting how uneven it is in terms of... Like upscale, and then you get the sleaze, and then you get the upscale, and then that's you just, get the those, ghetto. That's just cities now. Yeah, Any city in true. America yeah. is just like that. Well, now. But West Palm Beach has always been, I think, worse than anywhere else I've been in terms of like you know you cross the tracks and all of a sudden you're getting murdered. Well, it's like that in North Minneapolis. Well, that's yeah. true, West, but I don't well, go West, to North Minneapolis. West Palm Beach is a is a very large. Um, it's it a is. gigantic county. county. It's a huge yeah. county. Well, yeah. Chicago's. Yeah, my brother used to live there. He's now moved to Miami, but he was in that area for a long time. Right. I heard he, he, he we vacationed there, so he left. That's huh. what I it's heard. Just like, it's just <laughs> like <laughs> Minneapolis. Like, I gotta just, get out of here. You need to know where you can and cannot go, just like most cities. No, no, there's not a city in the world anymore. I, mm. Well, remember that time we were in Sacramento oh all my those God. years ago? Yeah. I mean, you could walk one block over, and your life was in danger, man. Yeah, Ooh. we were staying at like some bed and breakfast or something, and she's nice like, "Don't go here. out at night. Don't." We're like, "This is the capital. I mean, the capital city of California can't go out at night." Yeah, that was well, really go too to the bad. capital city of Minnesota, and you're going to get told the same thing right now. Well, well, that's, that's true. That's very, very yeah. true. And yeah. over by the capital. Yeah. All right, it's time for you to lay it on the line, sister. I got to ask oh. you a question, Kristen. Oh, you want to ask? We have to. First. We have to ask Kristen. Why is Donald Sutherland such a hot commodity all of a sudden? He's on everything. I don't know. You know, people just go through like hot and cold, and like what what's available in terms of um, material. You know, and if people are looking, if they have a lot of TV um, shows and things like that, if they're like, oh, we need an older gentleman, how many names are going to come up? Yeah, that's true. You know, who's available? Um, if you want someone with a distinct voice, Donald Sutherland is your guy. Yeah, you know? that's right. Morgan Freeman would be another person, kind of in that age category, yeah. but also with a distinct voice. So there's not that many. So you're gonna you have to sit there and, and kind of like go to. He plays a good bad guy. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. He's almost yeah. always a. That's true. Kind of a crab ass who hates his kids. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Get off my lawn. He is. He's kind of like always a jerk. I wonder if that's typecasting. Catherine <laughs> and I watched uh, Forsaken last night. Donald Sutherland plays a minister whose son is kind of the prodigal son. 
and his son is Kiefer Sutherland, his own son in real life. Mm-hmm. It was a damn good movie, I'll tell you that. You know what I loved about it? The bad guys got their ass handed to him at the end. I know, That's finally. It was so it. nice. <laughs> Did he yell and scream at the end of the movie? Yes. Wait, who hooted and hollered? <laughs> we <laughs> no. hooted and hollered. Another bad guy dead. <laughs> it was wonderful. So my question... Kiefer was a hot commodity for a real long time, too. Oh, um, yeah. In the 80s, he, he oh. was, and then, of course, he had 24. 24, yeah. 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 Yep, he's he's dated. He was engaged to Julia Roberts. Do you guys remember that? And no. And left him at the altar? No. Really? Runaway bride stuff? Like, actually? Runaway yes. Bride action. What? I didn't know that. She left and she ran the... away with his best friend, Jason Patrick. What? Oh, my God. Excuse me, Julia. This is good gossip of this? history. Oh, we, Nobody it, remembers it. I don't. No one wants to remember that about that good girl who should be described as a word starting with a W. Oh. A witch? A scarlet word? <laughs> no, I, 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 I want to say... Um, Julie Roberts, it depends on what day you get her. If she's having right. a great day, you have heard. a great interview with her. And if you, if she's having a bad day, it's, it's, a, it's a challenging interview. I wouldn't say it's the worst interview because there's plenty of other people that are way worse and way worse all the time. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, that's very true. Now, my question for you, Kristen, is this. Um, because of all the, the all-format, it's the Netflix and Hulu and Prime and you go down, you know, go the whole list. I think television is the best it's ever been right now. There are so many great things available. It's the best it's ever been. Well, and the best it's ever been was when the Monkees cartoon was on. Oh, yes. I don't think it is. That's the second course. best it's yeah, ever been. second best it's ever been. But movies suck right now. I, I, movies are not... Everything's a superhero movie now. Is there anything else available? Well, no, I mean, like, but here's the interesting thing. Because we have an extended award show deadline, some of the more serious dramas and things are not going to come around until January, February. Okay. Oscars aren't until April this year because, again, the pandemic. However, we're also seeing, because of all these streaming deals now, we're seeing a lot of theatrical movies are going to wind up on streaming before we ever see them in right. the movie theater now. So really... This is the golden age of television, and we'll never be able to dispute that because everything is going to wind up on whether it's HBO Max, right. Max or Netflix or Amazon Prime. And this year will be a complete game changer to the entire industry. It's going to change how a lot of contracts are formatted. It's going to change, you know, back end deals and everything else. And I'm interested to see how it shakes out within the next five years. I wonder if. Um Somehow, the streaming services are going to have to do something different because not everybody wants to pay $300 a month to have every streaming yeah, service so they can watch an original yeah. from somebody. Yep. You know, Apple's doing their own, Hulu's doing their own, right, everybody's right. doing their own. And if you want to watch, you don't want to have all these yeah. stupid streaming services. Correct. Bit like cable. I mean, you're going to be able to. Cable sort of has fallen apart because people want to subscribe to the things they want to subscribe to. Yeah. So th- this is going to be yeah, like this for a while. And it got way too expensive. That's yeah, why people that's were right. going to streaming. So people. Did, yeah. So it's going to be a pay-per-view kind of a thing for streaming. Yeah. And, and I, I think the, the 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 real strong ones are going to be the ones you subscribe to year round, and then there may be a service where you're like, I just want to watch this one show. You subscribe right. for the month, and then you drop yeah, out. Be yeah, good, yeah. You, but it's hard to remember to drop out. Yeah, they, well, oh, they're I counting on that. I put on my calendar with alerts. Oh, yeah. I am not yeah. paying extra. <laughs> <laughs> you have a dead <laughs> man switch to cancel I, it in case yeah. you die. Yeah. I've forgotten several times, and I'm like, damn it. Uh, yeah, it's... Well, well, I have a feeling, speaking of the cable analogy, 
that in five, ten years, you're going to be able to get like the ultimate streaming package that has six different streaming services on it. Mm -hmm. And then you can add more niche streaming services. It's going to be the exact same as cable, but it's going to be streaming. Back to one. This is really what we're at. You know, we go back to what we, the format we had. I mean, we right now don't even have, uh, we have, you know, the Netflix and the Amazons. And then I'm almost in TV season, so I get free subscriptions to Hulu and Apple Uh TV and, and, and all of that. So, I, we don't subscribe otherwise. I just wait until that they're available to me or I get screeners from the publicist. But we don't even have broadcast. So I watch broadcast online. Um, there's Stanford offers free television, if people didn't know this, through a service called Puffer. So I'll watch oh, yeah. my... Yep. Yeah, and so I watch, if I need to watch the news, I can watch it off of Roku because Roku offers free streaming for all the newscasts across the nation. Right. And huh. then if I need to watch broadcast live, I just go to Puffer and I'm good. I will tell you this, though, thinking back now, while you guys were talking, I was thinking, when Andy and Alex both still lived with us, our house in Minnesota, and then our vacation house in Florida, there was a grand total of 10 televisions, and the monthly bill was $1,200 a month. That's ridiculous. It was 1215 grand a year to watch television. Well, that was insane. You weren't disconnecting your cable when you weren't at your... Vacation homes? That was Catherine's fault. It was well, her job to do that. Back then, disconnecting and connecting cable was like every time they expensive. went down to you, Florida, you it took like. You could put it like, on vacation and pay like a small fee. Same with your phone. You could put it on vacation. Yeah. Well, but then every time we went yeah. down to Florida, we would spend three weeks correcting the address on the account and oh correcting the username on the account. It's like, yep, it's, true. it's like it was designed specifically to break as soon as you took your eye off it. I thought it was great that I had to get a part-time job to pay for television, though. That was good. (laughs) (laughs) I was just delivering newspapers so you can watch TV. I got a newspaper. Well, yeah, yeah, because, I mean, with cable, you have to pay per box. You have to pay for everything. I just got, I know, it's just insane. It's a monthly charge for the box. I know, it's just like your telephone. Why Telephones are crazy expensive. Television is crazy expensive. It's just nuts. If we could backtrack just for a minute. Well, then, uh, Christian, how do you watch Chases in L.A.? If you don't have the live TV, how are you watching chases now? That's true. I know. You know, I actually, oftentimes I'm in the car when the chases happen, because they always seem to happen around rush hour for yeah. whatever reason. So if I'm in the car running errands, um, Tim Conway on KFI is obsessed with car chases, and he will go and spend his entire hour narrating that car chase from start to finish. Yeah. It is, it, it's because when Lindsay and uh, the kids lived out in, out in L.A., they, they got hooked on chases. And they it, that was like the thing, yeah. Whoa, it's still it. Well, we'll still watch a chase. You see a good chase, you know, good chase, not too mm-hmm. long, not too short. You know, they they suggest it ends in a crash. Boom, you're all over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. and then they always run into someone's backyard, and then they get stuck in a yep. gate or something. It always happens. <laughs> they got stuck in a gate, and, and the police got. And and it's interesting. The apprehensions of of always they're all, well, maybe they filter them, but. People are just cuffed and t- taken away, and it's really not that big a deal. No, it's very, yeah. very Occasionally, they, they wind end spectacularly in, like, the worst way, and then they're like, oh, we got to move away. Looks like someone just shot themselves. Like, it does happen. Yeah. Oh, sure. That's, oh, sure. Yeah. Well, that, that, they, do, they do that because the one, boy, the one of the fellows uh, ran his car up the top of a spaghetti junction, uh, got out of the car, everybody sort of backed off, everything was clear. The helicopter shot, live helicopter shot, pulled a shotgun out of the car and shot his head off. Ooh, really? Live on TV, yeah. That with that, they said, oh, we'll delay this now for a while. A little harsh. Yeah, Where's that dump button? One of my favorite things about that is I was watching a chase one time, 
and the guy takes a hard left. You hear this weird noise. The camera crew gets there. A guy drove right into someone's swimming pool. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Couldn't quite well, back God, her in, out of there. In L.A., I, you know, that's a pretty common hazard when you're driving, I imagine. Nice boat. Yeah. Yeah. There's got to be nine million swimming pools yeah. in that city. You want to watch the, the chases in the south, though, because normally they're supposed to pit people at, like, you know, 35 miles an hour. They'll pit them there oh, at 55, yeah. 60, and these, oh, these yeah. cars go ass over tea kettle. Yes, they do. They do indeed, which don't break the law, and you won't have to worry about it. No question about it, right? It's true. Yep. Christian, do you think that every Wednesday we should hold off the last segment for you to talk about whatever you want to talk about? Wednesday. Except you mean Tuesday. Tuesday. I mean, Other than the fact that it's Tuesday. For some reason, I keep thinking it's Wednesday today. I don't know why. but Because it's one more day. You don't have work on Thursday. Oh, that's right. (laughs) It's Christmas Eve. Mm. Christmas time is here. Oh, boy. Anyway, what do you think of that idea that every week you could kind of think about it and there's some subject you'd like to talk about? I'd love to hear that. Sounds great. I'll bring a hot topic of the week. How does that sound? Hot topic of the week. Hot topic. So what would be? Let's say, we can just pick a hot topic of the week just off the top of our heads, and we could come back and do that right after the break. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer zero percent financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin, is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. We are back. Kristen Burt with us, the last show before the Christmas break. Yeah. Damn it. I know, the last one of the year. Uh, what a year it was, you guys. We're yeah. just uh, talking about Hallmark's holiday movies. So they're still releasing them this year, right? New they ones? Are, yeah. yeah. Yes, they were able to do it. In fact, I had a few friends go and film them. They Kind of that pocket before we had the, the next wave of COVID um, um, cases, but there was kind of a a nice summer pocket where they were able to go to Vancouver. They shot in Utah as well as North Carolina. Mm. Um, and my friends who shot in Vancouver flew there, had to quarantine for two weeks in a hotel, and then they went and filmed. But the studio had to pay them for those two weeks of quarantine as well, so it was expensive. Well, geez, having to uh, sit in a paid-for hotel for two weeks? Take How a, horrible. Take a paid scale? I would lose my mind. I, I think they got paid a holding fee, so it probably was scale. It wasn't their on-set rate, but huh. you can't remember. You can't leave your hotel room at all. So you, it, it does. You know, by day probably eight, you're probably going a little bit crazy. You got a mini bar. You got a laptop. What else do you need? <laughs> you're fine. I think for <laughs> someone like me, I'd go nuts. They, they were like, we just want our balcony just to get some fresh air, just to you know see some daylight and everything. So they wouldn't even let go on a balcony by themselves outside? You can. Yes, you 
can. Oh, okay. you, can you can go on the balcony, but you cannot leave your room. There's someone who, in fact, anyone who's quarantining, they, there's a security guard that makes sure you don't leave your room. Oh, nice. On your floor. That's happening also in Australia. If you go to Australia, you have a two-week quarantine. Wow. They send you to hotels. You spend two weeks there. Oh, and if yeah. anyone's really interested in what quarantine looks like when you're stuck in a hotel room for two weeks, TikTok is filled with videos, and they're hilarious because people really start going a little stir-crazy at a certain point. Oh, and yeah. all they're doing is documenting their meals because they deliver your meals to the door. And you can order things if you want to. They give you, like, one, like, Postmates order a day. That kind of thing can come through. Otherwise, you're getting what they serve you. But I think in Australia, it's $3,000 for two weeks quarantine three grand for two weeks mm-hmm. and that's housing in meals and of course the security guy that monitors your floor to make sure you don't leave oh yeah that makes yeah i suppose that is true i followed the i follow this comedian on instagram and she was in canada in quarantine for two weeks by herself and she yeah it was hilarious she would just post constantly all day every day and she's like i'm losing my mind yeah, they, they said they just, you wind up sleeping a lot because you're just like, well, if I can sleep away yeah. 15 hours of the day, it's great. <laughs> yeah, and she, like, developed these fake stories for anyone she saw out of her window and, like, the conversations that people were having, and she was just living this imaginary life of all these people outside. I've been watching a woman in Australia, and she, for some reason, she I think she sent out for some type of, like, window paint and there's a construction site across from her hotel, so she's been writing the messages every day on TikTok. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, people really need entertainment. There's only so much TV you can watch. Yes. Yeah. All right, got to ask you guys. Uh, well, I want to ask Kristen the same thing I brought up earlier. Uh, there's a book out, and i got to track down the woman. I'd love to have her on. She wrote a book about the fact that there is no such thing as news in America anymore. It's all opinion. There, people They don't, and she's right about that. It doesn't matter if it's Fox or CNN or whomever it is. They're not giving you the news. They're reporting their opinion on everything. Mm-hmm. Um, what are we going to do about that? I would love to hear the news. I would love to hear the truth. But now we've got Twitter and Google and Facebook, and they're, they're just sanitizing the news so it fits all their agenda perfectly. Mm-hmm. Will we ever get the news back, do you think? You've been around it your whole life. No. I don't. I, I think the way, and you know, it started to change to me, and even before social media, because what wound up happening was, especially here in Los Angeles, we started seeing the paparazzi and the gossip news cycle become uh, yeah. a 24-7 yep. cycle. Yep. TMZ kind of started this, and <laughs> It, it started to inspect its way into local news because they realized if they covered that Terrace Hilton went to jail for 24 hours for a DUI, that boosted their news ratings over covering what, say, Gavin Newsom was doing. Right. And so they would lead with the Paris Hilton story and then hopefully keep you around for the local political news that was also important. But we have reached a point where there is such a, a mixing of entertainment and politics and the sensationalism and, you know, pundits are a thing. Like, that's how they they just have to write a book and, like, throw themselves on either MSNBC or Fox News. And they, they get, a you know, a following. And that's all you need to do. And now you have social media adding to yeah. the armchair critics. Yeah, I think I think you hit, they hit the nail on the head there that the social media has become an integral part of news. Yeah. Where they report on – they report there's a report on the news about social media, what's going on on social media, or they'll say, this is reported on Twitter, this report. I mean, it, it, mm-hmm. so, yeah, it's integrated into news, and it's gone. We don't have news anymore. The absolute right. worst is when they 
have it's an article that's basically just a bunch of people tweeting things yeah. as if that's news. It's like, you know, five different people, each of whom has like seven likes each. And somehow that's a national news article. Right. No, that's very Yeah, that, those are called roundups. So, um, and they're they're easy to create, you know, say oh, a yes, 500 word article that'll get and, and this is the other problem with journalism too. The internet has ruined a lot of this because of SEO, search engine yep. optimization. You want to just get to the top, so you'll create a clickbait mm-hmm. headline with certain keywords that'll make your roundup article um, the number one search for that hot topic of the day. I mean, that's what I spend so much of my time in terms of, like, I write an article, but oftentimes I spend more time on keywords and what works for metadata and what works for the headline and what works for the subhead. It's so frustrating. That makes total sense. Here's a good one for you. This is a journalist uh, that, uh, Bloomberg journalist, Christy Smith. You ever heard that name? Oh, yes, because you're going to talk about the pharmacy bro, the pharma bro. What is wrong with this? Is she mentally ill? Is she out of her mind? The what now? First, I'm going to direct, okay, everyone should go to the L. L Magazine has a story about this. Yes, L Magazine. E-L-L-E is how L is spelled, by the way, just in case you've never heard of it. Uh, this is a young woman who was married, uh, working at Bloomberg, had a really good job as a journalist. Her name is Christy Smith. She has since been fired from Bloomberg. Her husband, she left her husband for one. She was interviewing this man for Bloomberg. She was doing her job as a news reporter. Interviewing a man, and is he in prison still? He is still in prison for so. seven years. For seven more years? Okay. Okay, so she's interviewing this guy in prison. He's going to be in, in prison for several more years. Uh, she decides she, she's fallen in love with this guy, okay? She left her husband, got fired at Bloomberg, and now she's uh, doing this big interview for Elle magazine. She fell in love with Martin Screlly oh. and ruined her life doing it. Here's a man who everything he does is manipulation. How did she fall for that? She got manipulated in mm-hmm. Yeah, she definitely got <laughs> manipulated. People are very good at manipulating. But the postscript in the story is even better. The second Martin found out about the Elle magazine article, he blocked her and is no longer speaking to her. Oh, my so, God. Yes. Lady, you got played. And she's on Twitter, so if you follow her, she has a whole thread about it. But she's like, you know, this story was hard to get out. I'm so glad that someone helped me tell this story. But to me, she's angling for a book deal. Yeah. Yeah. I love this line. She also says she's in a good amount of, uh, she's got a good amount of support from her family and friends, though not from her ex-husband, who sent her a couple of texts that were not happy. Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> How does she fall? All the man has ever done is manipulated people. He's a very charming guy. I suppose he's handsome enough. A lot of people see the world at surface level. Well, There's nothing below the to. surface to them. So it's like... Okay, yeah, he's in prison. Okay, yeah, he's done a bunch of bad things, but he's cute, so whatever. Nothing <laughs> else exists. What was he selling? It's like the Menendez brothers. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So they're married, and they have women all the time, like, sending them nude photos. And... Oh, God. Yeah. I still love the testimony. Of, I don't know if it was Eric Menendez or the other one, but they asked about his mother while he was sitting in the, in the wit- on the witness stand. They asked about his mother, and he said, and I quote, well, she's cuckoo for cocoa puffs. 
Oh, okay. But you you're know, normal. You know, <laughs> yeah, but you're normal. You know, I, I, some of this, you know, might be driven by. Oh, and this is this is this is a real acid comment. Just so, so give you a very sit down. Acid. You're very acid. Here it comes. Here it comes. If you're a woman, it's gonna it's gonna hurt a little bit. Oh, yeah. the, one of the one of, a, a fantasy, oh, oh. I should say, a fantasy that some women have is that they are going to turn a bad boy good. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. I don't oh, think I anyone would deny never, that. Ever, no, ever, I would ever, deny that. Ever wanted so to do some that of the stuff that drives this sort of stuff, is someone, some woman sending nude pictures to them, or brothers, what? Hernandez, Hernandez, Hernandez brothers. Sending nude pictures well, to their brothers. Well, that's it's a not different always mental. that they want to save them. Falling in love this guy that's in prison. It is, it, yeah. it is this, oh, but I can, I can say, I can turn him good. I can make leave his his, his wicked ways because I'm they such like a. Bad boys. Or maybe, maybe they, they, they like just it. Like yeah. bad boys. Oh, so so women. There's all kinds of little. Do, do women have fantasies things. like odd fantasies like that? No, no, <laughs> never. I think they do. But I, I think a lot of I think a lot of women go through a bad boy stage in their twenties, maybe late teens, that kind of thing, because it seems exciting. <laughs> yeah. And then you realize all they do is break your heart. Okay. Pretty much true. So the tragic cycle that can never be broken is realizing your parents were right way too late. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose that is true, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. It just I really wish I could. Is there any place left on earth that you can just tune in and get the news? The family. <laughs> With Tom Bernard. This is the only show. This is well, the, I, the I, accurate I, news. Well, it you must know, not be profitable I, I've they kinda, would be doing it. I kind of liked Al Jazeera English. Uh, they toned back the anti-Semitism that some of their other... They toned it back. They toned it back. They toned it back a little bit. To what? 40%? But you... How brave. But you, you watch it, and I've, I've, heard, I've seen some great stories, great interviews, interesting huh. things on there that you know you just don't hear any, anywhere else, anywhere else at all. Like really? the, they're building the world's largest telescope in uh, South America. Uh, right. They had an interview with uh, uh, Ertop Erdogan. The president of mm. Turkey. I mean, it was a, you know, it was a good interview. It wasn't just so, here. Here's a here's a quest, softball question. Here's yeah. Oh, we love you. Oh, don't yeah, you look beautiful? Nice kiss. tie, yeah. Mm-hmm. President, you know, no, they, they they do a pretty good job, and it's, it seems to be even handed, and they huh. they 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 do things that you don't hear about here in America. Yeah, mm-hmm. I used to really like the BBC for that reason, but they've gotten they all have gotten off. Too. See? They're terrible. Oh, they're usually, can get good neutral news in the U.S. from like Associated Press or Reuters. That usually is probably the only sources at this point. Um, otherwise, you have to go overseas. Yeah. Why? That's very sad. Why is there no market for a because real like America is the circus news. of the world, and it we is. and we love it. More me now. It's all about me. What I want and what I need. The more clowns you can pack into that big top, the better. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's true. He's right about that. In a clown car. Yeah. Most right. other countries don't want to be the spectacle of right. the universe, but yeah, we, we are perfectly right. happy to be that. It was so interesting. All I've, about me. I've been, I've been trying to learn how to speak German on that Duolingo app. You guys have yeah. heard about that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, it's, yeah. So I, I, I'm like, oh, I'm doing terribly. i I'm, very difficult I'm language. I'm doing terribly. So I started looking at some YouTube videos trying to do some conversational stuff. And there was a Middle Eastern American guy that was doing interviews of Germans. And his question was, what do you think of America? And all the Germans had the worst opinion of America because they thought that he was a German Middle Easterner, oh. and then when he said that he was American, all of a sudden they were like, "Oh, America's not so bad." Yeah, they like their exactly. freedom. It was so funny how 
people just change their conversation. Oh, yeah, they do. To yep. the audience. Yes, they do. Yeah. See, it's called I, code switching. If I ask that question, I ask it like this. So... All you people in Germany, what do you think of the fact that America kicked your ass and Ooh. kept you from well, taking over the world? Well, that might be one of the reasons too, why they don't like us. Too, 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 too soon. Too soon. 70 years is too, too soon. Too soon. 75 years now, actually. Well, it's funny if you look at the reactions of all of the Axis powers to America. They're all completely different. No, they are. Yep. Japan fell in love with America. Germany hates America. Italy seems kind of neutral to America. Right. It's interesting how that. Although we never really did anything to Italy, did we? So that no, makes we sense. did not. No, we just took it back over. But France we did the has worst never been thing. With us, even though we saved their asses. Well, they just hate everyone who's not French. That's and, and, true. And, and, That's and, true. And talk about ingrates. We not only destroyed. I mean, pretty much devastated Germany like powder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then we rebuilt it for them. Yep. Yeah. But the Marshall we're still, Plan. We're still sending them tons of money. And, and the Marshall Plan is still up and running in Washington, D.C. I, I walked past their offices the last time I was there. I go, what in the world is this still around for? Because once they got the money, they don't stop there spending it. Yeah, that's very true. All right, we're going to close with this, Kristen. Um, how much longer do you think the squads are going to be around? Because now they've turned on Biden before he even is sworn into office. They've already turned on him several times. As a matter of fact, uh, AOC has already said that yeah. Schumer, Pelosi, and Biden all need to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've been sworn in. <laughs> what you calm down? Oh, she got the vaccine, though. Uh, apparently, yeah. Who he did? didn't get the vaccine, and Rand Paul said, I did not get the vaccine, and AOC should not have gotten the vaccine. Yep. No, that she is young been. and healthy. Yes. Let's get our health care workers you she are vaccinated like and, our, and our elder population. You are yeah. kidding me. You no, are she kidding got the me. That's dis- that is it's absolutely disgusting. despicable. That is well, a bad person. Turd. That is horrible. As did McConnell. As I mean, there's a lot of people. Well, they're well, at least at risk. McConnell's they an are in the, old the, fart. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. Well, he is. Oh, the optic. Dad, Shame you were, second time. You're Ralph. I you know how that feels. Oh, ow. Oh, ow. <laughs> Kristen, another great year. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Happy it's New Year. Merry wonderful. Christmas. Thank you for Christmas. the year. Christmas. Wonderful having you on the show. Yes. Thank you, dear. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. We'll talk to you after the first of the year. Bye. Bye. Sounds good. Bye. Bye-bye. 